Hey guys, and welcome to Sounds Like NYC. I'm here with my buddy, Mark West. How's it going? It's going good. Yeah? Thanks for having me. Yeah. Today. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, t- tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, those who don't know you. Okay. Like a short um, bio. I'm a New York City painter, and I am creator direct, creative director of House of Mark West Gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's uh, my studio where I create art and I also um, throw art shows and have different types of um, events for the community. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we've thrown um, a play in our gallery. Um, we've also had um, uh, a meet and greet with the Queens District Attorney, uh, with um, Jose Nieves during mm-hmm. his campaign for Queens District Attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, where we talk about a little bit about the justice system um, with people from the community. So mm-hmm. using um, the gallery to throw um, stuff for the community mm-hmm. and also um, um, do my art, create art right. and provide a space where other people can create art. Nice. So, so how did you first start out uh, making art? Like how old were you? What was the initial thought? You just start doing it for fun and screw into something else? Like how, how did that start? I think it started from child, uh, definitely early childhood. I like to do a lot of art, and uh, I liked art class. That was my favorite class. Mm-hmm. Felt it was very fun. I to, sucked at art class. Oh really? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think that was the most fun um, type of class, and I was really good at it. And um, I would always do like. Uh, uh, just a few paintings, just here and there. Mm-hmm. I look back at them; they're 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 cute. Yeah. <laughs> they're cute, and yeah. then I um pretty much put art away for a few years and started. Uh, definitely in high school, I felt like there wasn't a really big art curriculum, mm-hmm. so I focused more on uh, taking the AP classes right. and forgetting about art in sure. college. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't really think about art. It wasn't until I moved back after college um, to uh, New York City. Mm-hmm. I finally got to rent my first room. I got my first job. Um, it was in a family friend's living room. Mm-hmm. So it was really, really large. And uh, me and my, my friend, we painted the room. And we had all this, all this wall space. Mm-hmm. And... It was bright white, and we had these nice hardwood floors. It was a pre-war building. Nice. So we had like high ceilings. Very high ceilings, crown molding. It was oh, just yeah. really, really, and it was large too. Yeah. And it was just my, it was my first space, so I wanted to make it look nice. Mm-hmm. And then I started um, going to Dollar Tree, buying you know uh, some paper, you know, poster boards and stuff, yeah. and just painting on it. Right. Painting on them, and. Eventually, I filled my room with all these paintings, and then when I had friends coming in, they'd be like, "Oh my gosh, your art's so nice!" And I was like, "Oh, thank you," mm-hmm. you know, not thinking much of it. I didn't, I didn't make art with the intention of selling it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just to make my room look a lot nicer, right. and I wanted to feel nice when I walked into my mm-hmm. space. I wanted to to put nice, colorful paintings on mm-hmm. my own space. Right. And uh, people, when I started drawing, you know, my images. Um, they just were very affected, affected by it, impacted mm-hmm. by it, and uh, 
when I had maybe eight or maybe eight paintings or so, you know, people started saying, you know, you should maybe try and sell some of these paintings. Maybe mm -hmm. people, you know, will want to get them. Right. And I was like, nah, I don't need to do that. Um, I was still um, hopping from job to job, mm -hmm. uh, constantly, you know, getting a new job, um, having it for a few weeks or months. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, I got fired like a lot of times. Well, like for, I, for any and every reason, for stupid reasons, <laughs> sometimes for no reasons. Yeah. Like I just couldn't keep a job. You know, I just mm -hmm. graduated from college. Um, What's your major in? I majored in um, humanities. Okay. Um, but it was like integrated humanities. So we, I studied um, a lot of different things from calculus. I got a minor in Mandarin. I got mm -hmm. a minor in um, West African studies. Um, I got a minor in uh, French studies. Mm -hmm. um, and I took uh, quite a few business classes mm -hmm. as well. But I, I, you know, I graduated from college and I just felt like I just couldn't keep a job. And I was living in, I was in China. I went to NYU, but mm -hmm. NYU Shanghai in China. So I was there and I was like, when I was in China, I felt like I had all this opportunity mm -hmm. and when I come back home and I can't keep a job either. You know, I have the worst education in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, and and why you failed me because <laughs> I'm not prepared, um, or I'm meant to run my own company right. because I'm, I'm not working working well or working with under somebody under somebody, and um, I had kind of lost hope, you know, and I just was like, you know, what? I'm moving back to China. Mm -hmm. I started calling up my friends in China. I was like. I'm coming back home. <laughs> um, somebody find me a job. Yeah, and I would I would wouldn't have any worries if mm -hmm. I were to go back back home to China. Um, home is here. Home is here, but home is also in China. Um, and right when I was gonna go back, I got this finance job, um, making all this good money. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I can't leave, you know, <laughs> um, because I got this this job yeah. and it's going to like pay all my bills. Right. Um, so I um, I got this good finance job and um, this was around the time when I was still in my first apartment. Mm -hmm. uh, not my first, my first apartment room. I had a, I rented a room. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I didn't have no apartment. Um, and once I... Um, uh, uh, was about to start this job mm -hmm. you know I needed a little bit of money because I was kind of unemployed for a little couple weeks before um, getting the job right so I, I, I was going to call my, call my grandma ask her for some money and then um, I decided I was walking by 14th street and um, I saw people just selling their art and I decided maybe I should put some of my art out mm -hmm. um, and I remember I just, you know, went out there, you know, the weekend before, literally the weekend before um, I was about to start work. I was broke. Mm -hmm. I went out, I put out, you know, maybe eight paintings. Mm -hmm. uh, the first day, Saturday, I sold one painting. Second day, Sunday, I sold another painting. Nice. So I was like, oh, wow. You know, yeah, like. There might be something here. It might be something here. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I went home, I did all these more paintings, and I went back to like maybe. 14 paintings and the second weekend I sold nine paintings. Wow. And I was like, oh shit. Oh, uh, people yeah. um, like want to buy my art. Mm -hmm. And um, 
five pieces went to Italy. The second weekend I, I was out there, you know, so I was like, oh my god, now my art's I'm international. <laughs> my art, you know, I didn't even I didn't even really try that right. art, you know, right. and now I have art um, mm-hmm. in Italy already. Um, so that made me feel like I should just keep at it, and um, eventually, um, I was able to sell uh, paintings for a lot more right. than. You know what I was selling at the beginning, mm-hmm. and that that also let me know. So I was working this finance job, and um, it was a it was a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a great boss. I love my boss. He was uh, he is a really nice guy, mm-hmm. and um, it was a good experience. You know, working in corporate, I had a little cubicle, mm-hmm. and with. With that, I just got tired of being in the cubicle, and I would find myself always uh, drawing and doodling. Right, you were daydreaming about selling art. Uh, not so much selling art. I wasn't daydreaming about selling I was uh, wanting to create art. Mm-hmm. You know, I was at work, and I would always find myself, you know, drawing and mm-hmm. stuff, and I would remember markers, and the coworkers would be like, you know, like, chill. <laughs> like you know get back to work yeah yeah so I would and, but, but my work was good I did do good work you know so my my, mm-hmm. my boss wasn't like um, you know um, but like I would draw so much and um, then I was like okay I need I need to do something so then um, every so often I would get a manila envelope and then be drawn at the desk under the envelope and um, then um, I heard that like the big boss um, saw me drawing, you yeah. know, and so I was like, okay, now I can't be drawn at the desk. So then, um, some days I just would get there in the morning, you know. So I, when I was on the subway, I was inspired a lot. You right. know, I would see lots of things, and I just mm-hmm. would want to just make sketches of them and mm-hmm. draw uh, certain types of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just there all day, right. you know, at, at the computer, at the cubicle, and sometimes I wouldn't have any work. Um, uh, most of the time I had work, but sometimes I had, so I would just always want to create. Um, it got to a point where I was sometimes going to the bathroom and be drawing, you wow. know, just because I wanted to just yeah. get the, get the ideas out. Yeah, I just wanted to get the ideas out, you yeah. know, and I wanted to pull my color markers out, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I want to get the red marker and the blue marker and the green marker and be able to, like, just do whatever right. it is yeah. that I want to do. Right. And then, um, I decided that um, if if I could get my art a little bit more consistent, mm-hmm. then I would leave this job mm-hmm. and um, try to pr- pursue art more full time. Mm-hmm. And um, do do you feel that like pursuing art full time kind of takes away from like the uh, I guess the magic of it, just creating by your own like whenever you want to? You feel like it's a difference when you decide that this is going to be a business versus then you just creating when you want to. Well, um, I do create whenever I want to. Right. And I don't, I don't make art that I say, okay, this is, you know, made. I would say this is made to sell. I would, I make the art that I want to make, mm-hmm. and every time that I do make a sale, that's a, I consider that like a blessing. Right. Like, oh wow, you know, I, yeah. like, I, I'm not just expecting you to just buy my paintings. Right, right, right. You know, with me making it, um, and I, I also know some art 
that I make. I don't think it's gonna sell, but I want to make it anyway. Mm -hmm. And um, um, so I just make it right when I want to make it. And if people buy it, they buy it. If not, then yeah, if they buy it. And sometimes I make art, and I don't even put it out to sell. I just make it for myself. Mm -hmm. So, but I also uh, like commissions, getting commissions because with a commission, it's someone saying um, that I trust you. To, to make me something that's gonna uh, that I'm gonna want to look at every single day of right. my life, right. cherish every single every single day mm -hmm. of my life, and um, with the commission, uh, that's a different type of of art because I'm trying to channel the person's energy. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not just making something you know and hoping that it finds the right home. Right, right, right. You know, I'm trying to connect with a particular person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so I guess what are some? I mean, do you, do you feel like you can give some tips to like anybody starting out? You know, thinking about going that route of like selling art. Selling art, I think that um, the number one thing I would have to say is to um, what's the number one thing. <laughs> I forgive. I would have to say, find a way for people to see your art. Mm. Um, don't make art and don't show anyone. You know, make sure you, if you make stuff, make a piece. You know, screaming on the roof. Yeah. For me, art is not for myself. It's for other people. I don't do art for myself. I, I do it for. I do it for you, right? You know, I'm I'm doing it for someone else. Mm. A lot of artists, I think, they make art for themselves. And okay, they they make the art that they like to make, right? And that's why their art don't sell. Mm. Um, you have to think, you know, what is something? What is someone else gonna want to buy? Right. Um, what are they gonna want to put up in their home? Mm -hmm. And trying to um, aim for high quality. Uh, and always set a high standard right. for, for yourself. Look at your art and say, okay, if I were to price this painting, if this painting would one day sell for a million dollars, what would it look like? Mm. And don't stop until you, you try your hardest to get it. To mm -hmm. Even if it's not, you know, aim for, right. you know, people aim for longevity, mm -hmm. make art that you, that is, that people are never going to throw away. But do you think people buy art because of the art or because of the artist? the story behind it. I think people buy art for all different reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and I think the painting finds the owner. Mm. Yeah. I, I definitely feel that because certain people I find are attracted to certain type of paintings because mm -hmm. I make paintings with different intentions and I'm always shocked when I'm well, not some, sometimes I'm shocked, and then sometimes I'm like, aha, I know you would buy that one. Right, right. You know what I mean? You look like, mm -hmm. you look like it's meant to go to you, mm -hmm. or I have a, or, or that painting is meant to go to that person. Mm -hmm. so, so you were born in New York City then? Born in Baltimore. Born in Baltimore, you moved over here? Um, I moved a little bit all over the country, mm -hmm. graduated in Texas. Oh, nice. Yeah. How was that? Um, Texas was, Texas... I like Texas. Texas, um, 
I lived in Frisco. Frisco, we had good education. I remember a really good high school. Um, Frisco was really clean mm-hmm. and safe. Mm-hmm. So the reason I'm asking is like I, I usually ask artists when they come here is like, what do you feel that you've sort of learned from being in New York City that sort of changed you as a person? Do you feel like anything in New York City is like, you know, sort of molded you as a person you are today? Or do you think it's just like, I mean, it's just whatever? I definitely think New York City has has molded me because um, I'm a hard worker. (laughs) And um, a lot of times, you know, my day starts very early and it ends very, very late. Sometimes the day ends the next next (laughs) morning. Right. And in a place like New York City, I was always really able to be rewarded for my hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes not immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, it may not come that day. Mm-hmm. You know, but if I do put in effort in this sort of city, I've learned that um, really all I got to do is believe in myself, mm-hmm. believe that it's possible, and, and then also work extremely hard. Mm-hmm. And, and then you can, you can pretty much achieve it. Mm-hmm. in a city like this um, and giving myself that confidence to mm-hmm. not give up yeah I mean that's good I mean I, I, I've heard that a lot and I think it makes a lot of sense because the city is just so fast I mean you you really I'm, people don't come here to survive they come here to thrive you right? know I don't really think it's that fast and I'm going to tell you I know New Yorkers would say like this is the fast I know people in America think it's the fastest city but in, in Shanghai, uh, I was there for three years, three mm-hmm. and a half years. Shanghai is extremely fast, like so much faster. Faster than New York City? Way faster. That's than blasphemous. Way faster than <laughs> New York City. Things happen very quickly. Um, business goes very, very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, you could talk about, you could say, say to someone, um, hey, let's, I was, let's start a business with you. Um, in China, they're gonna they're gonna meet the next day and start up the next day. You know, like things move very very fast, and uh, Chinese people work very very hard, mm-hmm. and um, business is always going on. Another thing, you know, like construction is never really stops. At nighttime, they just turn on the light, so oh, wow. businesses are literally coming mm-hmm. up really 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 fast. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that. Um, after living there and seeing how getting used to that pace, mm-hmm. um, coming back here to New York City, everyone's okay. Let's do it next week. You know, everything is a week, a week from there. Right? I think it depends on your circles. It, it for, for me, uh, like if I want to start a business, we we meet that day. We meet that day, and then it's like, <laughs> what I'm saying is just like even for like applying for a job, you know, right. like you know, you're gonna submit an application, they're not gonna get back to you until the following oh, of course. week or two yeah, weeks, yeah. and then after that email they're gonna schedule it for the next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the so second like, interview is two weeks from now. Yeah. <laughs> versus in, in China a lot of things are are okay, but when can we do it? Okay now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, right, right, right. things are like right. start now? <laughs> <laughs> now. Yeah. So they're like they're very ready to like activate um, all the time, mm-hmm. and so coming back to New York City, I was like, you know, getting used to it. Oh, I guess we're screwed. Oh. The lights turned down. Oh well. Um, let me see if I can fix that real quick. There we go. Yeah. Um, 
getting here in New York City, I was kind of annoyed by how slow it was taking me to just get on my feet hmm. because I had to get back to the American way of life. And right. the, the Americans are not like, you know, on it. Mm-hmm. You know, New York City is a, it's like faster than other parts. Definitely faster than Texas and, and like, you know, other cities and stuff. But like in China, like it's really, really fast. Like I could go to China mm-hmm. and like by the end of the week, I could have an apartment, a job, making good money, right. you know, and a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have like all of that stuff. Like, right. Just like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's something that. Well, well, listen, we're still the fastest city in the United States. Can you give me that? Def- oh yeah, okay, definitely. Good word. So, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of your art has to do with like, I feel like you, you mix activism in, in all of your art. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, do you feel like is that just because you want to, or like have you never really thought about making a piece that isn't really you know with that, or do you feel like it has to be a part of of your art? Um, a lot of the times I don't uh, make art with an intention of necessarily having a message. Mm. Uh, it just kind of comes out of me. Like I can just draw it and a lot of times I don't really know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I see that it has some significant meaning mm. or that I did something that a lot of times I, I realize that I did something impactful when other people see it and I get other people reactions and I'm just like oh wow people are actually impacted by this <laughs> um and but that's not what I'm not going in with the mindset okay how do I make a painting that's impactful you know that's not just sort of comes out intention it's just me um just drawing like, and a lot of times I get the image full in my head like I can see the full image mm-hmm. in my head and then I just have to draw the sketch and put it on paper Alright. Nice. Any last words? Anything you want to end this interview with? Oh, um, oh, I'm going to talk about my um, gallery. Yeah, sure. so um, I'm, in, I'm located in the South Bronx. So uh, at the time of this interview, we're preparing for the grand opening, which is going to be in, uh, I think, a little bit less than two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. So like end of September? Yeah, the end of September. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're uh, listening to this, we do throw really cool events in New York City, and we do a lot of things for the community. And um, right now, I'm trying to raise funds for my Bronx Arts and Residency Program. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, uh, help uh, five to six local Bronx artists mm-hmm. with their career, our career, and help them thrive and provide resources for yeah. them to to be really successful in New York City and, and just help them give them access to curators and collectors and just the general public. Mm-hmm. And also do add, you know, add an art institution in the South Bronx, which is something that's definitely be needed big. Yeah. Um, in a place like South Bronx. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need more cultural institutions there that people can, uh, black people and Latino people can, can go and visit. So that's what I'm working on. Uh, mm-hmm. Follow me on Instagram, House of Mark West. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my that's my Instagram, House of Mark West. And you also could follow me on HouseofMarkWest.com, um, and that's M A R K. Um, so yeah, you can go on my website and click Contact Us and just put in your uh, email address. Mm-hmm. And then when we have something, I'll invite you to the events. And then if you follow me on Instagram, you can also see my art that I make. 
and um, you also learn about the events that we have and we're doing a lot of cool things so just check us out on House Northwest that's about it yeah definitely and as soon as I, I hear of any new up and coming uh, you know events or something I'll definitely share it with yeah you'll be at a grand opening right kind of have to now <laughs> yeah when, it, when is it it's on the 20th and the 21st okay. of September so two day opening it's on a Friday and a Saturday so you can come to whichever one is probably more convenient that sounds good to you. I'll definitely have to go now okay I'll video everything. oh there's free wine too sponsored by Bottle Bronx well there you go um, I definitely have to go now yeah it's a nice <laughs> really boutique winery mm-hmm. um, and so sober on um, uh, Ryder yeah awesome thanks alright it's a long time coming I'm finally glad you we got this time to to sit down I've known you for like how long now how long has that been that was before we had the the gallery in Queens I think so I think that was in March March or maybe February yeah I remember it was cold it was kind of cold that day it was maybe February or March yeah so it's a Six months. Yeah. It feels like forever, though. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You're a good guy. I'm really glad I met you, man. I'm glad I met you, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you so much for interviewing me.